Please stop apologizing, I said to the good-looking late 20-something cop sitting next to me in the Fairfax County Police Cruiser. His name was Dan Magruder. He was tall, blonde, blue-eyed, fit, several years my junior, and somewhat mortified at how boring the last seven hours had been. Believe me, I went on, trying to reassure him. After two years of covering you guys, I know it's usually not this quiet. Magruder didn't look comforted. I just don't want anyone to think that this is some kind of cakewalk job, where all we do is sit around in air-conditioned cars all day wasting taxpayers' money, he explained. Especially his boss or the county supervisors. That was my little voice chiming in, my own personal little Greek chorus that has been pretty vocal most of my life, regularly puncturing my ego's balloon with its pointed observations about my behavior, and occasionally throwing in a few about the people around me as well. I've always told myself that, of course, it's just another part of my own brain talking to me. I prefer not to consider any alternative explanations, in spite of the fact that the voice always seems to have a mind and a personality, apparently male, of its own. Whatever it is, I put a mental sock in it for the moment. Don't worry, I said reassuringly to Magruder. Sutton McPhee doesn't do boring stories. By the time I'm done writing this one, my readers will be glad to have you out here, whether it's a busy day or a slow one. And besides, everyone knows what August in Washington is like. August in Washington meant that things were pretty slow all around because Congress was out of session— its members back home in their districts or off on taxpayer-supported fact-finding trips to various places around the world, and practically everyone else had left town for the mountains or beaches. They were all grabbing their last chance at summer vacation before the approaching September days summoned the legislators and their staffs back to their Capitol Hill offices and recalled the parents of the region's zillions of school children. My comment seemed to cheer up Magruder a little, but I had my own unspoken doubts about what exactly I was going to say about the unusually quiet Friday shift we had just spent together, while Magruder patrolled the district surrounding the Mount Vernon police station in Fairfax County's southeast section. I'm one of the police reporters for the Washington News, a major metropolitan daily in the nation's capital. My beat is the Fairfax County Police Department in northern Virginia. My plan was for Magruder and the events on his shift to provide us the focus for the final installment in a three-piece series I was writing about the police on suburban streets, using the Fairfax County Police as my examples. The first of the three stories was scheduled to run in Sunday's paper, just two days from now, and I still had this final one to write, and not much to write about. I make it a habit to ride with the patrol cops around the county several times a year, so I knew Magruder's shift wasn't the norm, but that didn't solve my problem of what to put in the article. Magruder and I were sitting in the front seat of his cruiser, engine running and the AC working overtime in the sticky August heat. Outside the car, the hot air shimmered above the empty and even hotter parking lot of Mount Vernon High School, which was named after the father of our country's former plantation, only a mile away.